Hey everyone, it's Wes Hoffman, and you're listening to Jokestrap. This is episode number 28. Um, it is Monday, January 8th, 2018, and uh, here we have another episode. That music was by Feral Friend, uh, formerly known as Water Rescue, uh, now Feral Friend, based out of Portland, Oregon. Um, check them out. Anyway, uh, yeah, so... Um, it's the second Monday of the year. We done made it, everybody. Did everyone break the resolution already? <laughs> Heck joke. Um, that's like the number one joke. <laughs> My coworker at work, because um, I have to clarify. Oh, your coworker in comedy or your coworker? No, I don't call um, fellow comedians uh, coworkers. Um, I call them acquaintances. I call them fellow comedians. I don't call them coworkers because I don't really, I mean, even though comedy is a job for us, a lot of us, um, it's a job for me because uh, I actually have, I make some money doing it, And uh, but I, I don't consider other comedians co-workers. I just consider them, you know, partners, <laughs> fellows, fellow comedians. Uh, I don't refer to them as co- co-workers, um, whereas a actual day job co-worker is a co-worker. Anyway, now that we've gotten that out of the way, that stupid uh, clarification on what a co-worker is to me... Um, yeah, I had a coworker tell me the other day, oh, I got a joke idea for you, and that's terrible. This is why I should have never told anybody at my work that I do comedy. Um, one is for all the joke ideas um, that they try to throw at me. Um, really, it's just like, oh, I bet you uh, write a lot of jokes about this place, don't you? Um, I bet you get a lot of material from the people that work here, don't you? And I was like, no, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, some of you are kind of out there, and we can talk about you if people knew who you were, but I don't have time to show, like, a five-minute clip of who you are and then make fun of you, so that's not going to work. Um. Anyway, uh, one of the guys at <laughs> my job was like, I got a, I got a joke, I got a joke for you, um... I got an idea for a joke. You know how New Year's everyone uh, makes resolutions? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, um, please go on, elaborate, tell me there's more to this joke. And he's like, yeah, I just find it funny that, you know, a lot of people, like, show up at, like, the gym and stuff at the beginning of the year. And then, like, you know, I just think it's funny. And I was like... Wait, is that it? Is that what? And he's like, yeah, you know, so you can work with that. <laughs> I was like, dude, everybody knows that. Everybody. That's part of the new year. Like, everyone knows that's a fucking joke. Like, and then the joke is what? They're, and then I, I even, like, said to him, I was like, so then what? The joke would be what? Like, so you know how everyone at New Year's wants to lose weight so they show up to the gym at the beginning of January and then you go back in February and there's like hardly anybody there and he goes yeah something like that that'd be hilarious and I was like what like everybody fucking knows that already how is that a joke like that's just what happens that's it's not even a joke at that point it's just fact Uh, (laughs) I was like dude thanks for your waste of my five minutes I uh 
my resolution is to never listen to you again in regards to joke ideas. Um, but yeah, so that's how my last week started off pretty much at work. Um, yeah, so um, we're one week into the new year. Doing good, doing good. Uh, having a great year so far. Hope you all are too. And uh, keep this train rolling. I did get a little sick last week. I um, think the immune system took a hit from the New Year's Eve festivities, possibly. We're like, um, why the hell did you drink so much, Wes? Um, you're going to get sick. You can't handle this. And then, boom, got sick. Um, but, yeah, still managed to get in a couple shows last week. Um, Tuesday, I was at the Pioneer Saloon in Woodside. Um, small crowd. Not many people there. I mean, it was the second day of the year, so everyone, I'm sure, was recovering. Um, I talked to the bartender there. She said she was still recovering. So if, if the bartender at the place is recovering, then pretty pretty sure everyone else everywhere else every, everyone else everywhere else is recovering. And uh, so we ended up with like three people in the crowd. Uh, one of them was from Australia, so he got the bulk of the jokes. That is, we... The most of the comedians talked about him. Um, I didn't because I didn't choose to talk to them. Um, but yeah, uh, still fun. Uh, just kind of went through some stuff, talked about some stuff. I, I don't know at what point um, uh, is it okay to stop saying Happy New Year or or what point is okay to still say it. Like, what can you do longer? Can you... Keep your Christmas lights up longer at your place, or say Happy New Year. Um, what 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 lasts longer? Probably the Christmas lights. I'm sure. I think once you reach uh, Martin Luther King Day, um, which is January 15th, if you didn't know, shame on you. Um, no, I don't get it off either. But still, you should know that date. Um, I'm not complaining. Okay, a little bit. I'm complaining a little bit. I think everyone should have it off. It should be a fucking national holiday. But <laughs> with Bozo head in office, um, probably not going to happen. And, uh, oh, where do you stand politically, Wes? Well, I think now you know. Anyway, um, yeah, so what was I saying? Oh, uh, yeah, so I think, like, once it reaches Martin Luther King Day, you you stop saying Happy New Year to people because you're two weeks in at that point and everyone's like, eh, yeah, fuck, it's not happy anymore. It's two weeks in. Uh, uh, the happiness is gone. The alcohol, the alcohol, the alcohol, whatever it is, the, the alcoholic whore, the alcohol is worn off. Um, and uh, yeah, so maybe it's not, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that the two-week mark is probably when Happy New Year should stop being said. It's just an easy uh it's an easy way to um start a conversation though, you know. Um I've realized at the day job um when I write to customers that I haven't spoke to in a while, like a good uh a good uh way to break the conversation instead of just saying, "Hey, I need this information." <laughs> you can start off an email by saying, "Happy New Year." Okay, now I need this information. <laughs> it's a little more uh, pleasant. Um but yeah, after the 2 week mark can't can't really do that anymore. So uh <laughs> got to find a new groundbreaker, I guess. Um hey, happy upcoming uh hey, today's Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not everyone gets excited about Tuesdays, Wes, but uh I don't know, it's discount movie day. I could say that, I guess. Hey, happy discount movie day. You don't go to the movies? Well, that's too bad. Maybe you should start. It's only 650. 
Ah, man, where am I? My head is all over the place right now. Anyway, um, yeah, so this Pioneer Saloon uh, worked out some jokes there past Tuesday. Uh, did not go to the movies. Huh, interesting. But, yeah, um, it was a fun time. Willie G was, like, all, like, he was like, oh, I need to get you back here when we have a crowd. We had crowds the last two months. And I was like, dude, I don't fucking care. Like, I'm just here to, like, do some jokes. It doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter if there's a crowd sometimes, especially shows like that. Does not matter. So, had a good time, worked out some jokes, saw Susan Maletta. She, <laughs> Susan Maletta is, uh, if you've never seen her, she's a dirty cougar comedian, but that's how she, that's how she, uh, promotes herself. I mean, she's not, she's not really like that, I don't think. I don't know, maybe she is. But, um, but yeah, um, hilarious stuff as always from her. And, uh, Yes, and then on uh, Thursday, I went to Livermore. Uh, took an hour and a half hour. Blah, 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 took an hour and a half drive there um, for a thirty minute, thirty mile uh, trip because um, good old traffic. Um, but made it there in time for the show uh, to Sanctuary Lounge in Livermore. Uh, Austin Blaylock was there to host that show. Uh, turned out to be pretty good and uh, pretty fun. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I did, uh, I did some material at the Sanctuary Lounge that I hadn't done in a while. Um, I closed with one of my darker jokes, I suppose you could say, uh, got some groans. I think I had to, um, tell the audience, uh, like two times during that final joke that, um, it was just a joke. Like I had to tell them twice. Um, didn't expect to have to do that, but I did. And, uh. Yeah, so that happened, and um, yeah, so that's pretty much uh, all that happened this past week in terms of uh, the comedy going ons. And um, this week, I do currently have nothing scheduled as far as comedy goes. Um, next week, Wednesday, I'm going to be at Rosie McCann's in Santa Cruz, and. Uh, we will see what else pops up here on the schedule. As always, you can keep track at weshoffman.com or follow me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash weshoffman, one F, two N's, because my mom always said I'm just one little effer. Um, yeah. So that is a wrap on the comedy happenings right now. Um, a lot of talk uh, about the Netflix special of Dave Chappelle's. Um, I won't get into that because I haven't watched the recent ones yet. So <laughs> apparently there's some little controversy about it, but not really. Um, just people making a bunch of hoopla out of nothing, really. It's from what it seems. But again, I have not watched them yet, so I cannot comment. Maybe next time. Um, so yeah, uh, let's see. Let's talk about the, uh, the San Jose Sharks here. Um, the San Jose Sharks, um, they just recently went on a road trip, uh, to Canada, uh, eh? uh, they went to Canada, they played four games there, um, it was a, it was a tough road trip, um, it, it was expected to be tough, um, so on, uh, Tuesday the 2nd, they played Montreal, and they won 4-1, to one. and I'm thinking, alright, this trip is off to a good start, it's gonna be great. Then Thursday, they played the Toronto Maple Leafs, um, where former Shark Patrick Marlowe now plays, for those of you that forgot um, or 
just didn't know at all. I don't know why you wouldn't know, but still. Um, Patrick Marlowe plays there, and uh, that game went into overtime, um, and then it went into a shootout, and I'm thinking, oh, the Sharks got this one in the bag. It's in a shootout. That means um, for sure that um, Jonas Donskoy, Jonas Donskoy uh, is going to get the game winner here, just like he did in the last shootout, and uh, no, that did not happen. Um LeBanc actually had the first, uh, Kevin LeBanc had the first goal for the Sharks in the shootout to tie it up at one, but then the Sharks ended up losing in the shootout and then lost the game three to two. Uh, the next day, the Sharks played again, again in Ottawa, and the Sharks scored five goals. Uh, they had a five to two lead in the game. And what happens? Their defense falls apart in the third period, like terribly. Like at one point, Ottawa was out shooting the San Jose Sharks 14-1 in the third period. It was terrible. Um, the defense just fell apart, and then Ottawa wins in overtime 6-5. to five. It didn't even make it to the shootout. They scored like three seconds in overtime. It was pretty sad to see. Um, the Sharks are really missing uh, Paul Martin right now. Uh, the defender, uh, he keeps getting hurt, but... He's a great defender, and it you can totally tell the Sharks are missing him. You cannot blame the the loss against the Maple Leafs. You cannot blame it on uh, the goaltending, um, and also the game Friday against the Ottawa, against the Ottawa, against Ottawa. You cannot uh, blame it against against the goaltending either. It's it's the defense. The defense just fell apart, um, and. Uh, then on Sunday the 7th, uh, the Sharks played their final game of the trip in Winnipeg. And Winnipeg is one of the best home teams in hockey right now. Um, so it was definitely going to be a tough matchup. But it would have been nice to pull away with the win or at least an overtime loss again to get another point. But the Sharks just lost that one in regulation 4-1. to one. So they end up going 1-1-2 and two on the road trip. Not really good. Uh, not really where they wanted, where they wanted to be after the road trip, and now they get a a mandated, mandated by the NHL. They get a break. They get five days off now. This week they're not going to be playing at all. Um, they don't play in until Saturday, um, the thirteenth against Phoenix or against Arizona at home. I don't know why they changed it from Phoenix to Arizona. Whatever. All the way to Tacoma. No. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why. Um, I'm sure there's a reason. I just haven't looked. Anyway, uh, the Sharks now stand at uh, 21, 13, and 6, um, 48 points. Uh, they're still third in the Pacific, but they're not like uh, they're not on fire by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I don't know. Four, three, and three in their last ten. Los Angeles is four, four, and two in their last ten. So. They're about even with them in their in their last ten games. Freaking Vegas, man! Vegas is insane right now. Um, Vegas is twenty nine and ten and two on the season, and in their last ten games, they're nine and one. <laughs> That's an expansion team. Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, what a bunch of dicks! I was <laughs> I was gonna try to go to a game in Vegas at the end of March, um, but tickets are so expensive there. Um, I does not look like it's going to be happening for me. <laughs> if you'd like to send money to the Sin West of Vegas to watch a Sharks game fund, um, my email address is wes at westjoke.com. 
um, I will take PayPal. Um, it would be appreciated if you'd like to help me. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Uh, but yeah, so sharks are just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that's where they stand. Hopefully, they get back on track. They have the whole week off to be with their families and whatnot, which is good. And then Friday, they're going to be practicing, and then they'll get back at it on Saturday. And hopefully they fix some of the stuff that needs fixing and get back on track. It's the halfway point of the season in hockey. So um, it's going to be stretch time here pretty soon. And uh, hopefully uh, we can make another run. Sorry, not we. I'm not on the team. Hopefully the Sharks can make another run in the playoffs. Uh, be good to see. Um, uh, football news. Is there any football news? Not really from my point of view. Uh, because the 49ers, uh, their season's over. So as far as football goes, I have nothing really to care about, so to speak. Um, didn't really tune into the football playoffs over the weekend. Uh, did notice that the Tennessee Titans beat the Kansas City Chiefs by one point. Uh, lots of, uh, people saying Alex Smith that the Kansas City Chiefs is going to be going elsewhere. Um, I guess it's possible. The Cleveland Browns threw a parade, um... Well, not the Browns themselves, but the fans of Cleveland threw a parade for the Cleveland Browns. Um, the Cleveland Browns went 0-16 for this season. They did not win a single game. And the Browns threw a loser's parade. Like, we suck parade. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? I mean, I don't know. I mean, if I was a fan, I don't know if I could, if I could do that. Like, if I was a diehard fan, could I... Uh, participate in a parade that just like uh, showed how much my team sucked. I don't know, man. I've talked a lot of shit about the A's and stuff and their like losing days. And I mean, not to say they're winning again, but at least they're putting forth an effort. You know, they don't lose every game like the Browns. I mean, I guess if the A's went like, oh, and 162, I would be pissed. Yeah, sure. But I don't know. It seems really odd. They asked uh, LeBron James about it. Um, LeBron James, of course, uh, the NBA star for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they asked him about it, uh, what he thought. And he's like, well, of course the players aren't going to like it, but you have to understand it from the fan perspective. Yeah, I mean, you got to do something. you got to win a game or two so you can keep your fan base. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. And it's just, it's just really... Uh, it was really interesting to see. Um, anyway, uh, what else is new in the world of sports? Um, I don't know. That's pretty much all I've been uh, looking at recently. Um, I don't know. It's looking like it might be uh, we might have a repeat of the same Super Bowl as last year. It could very well be the Falcons and the Patriots again. I don't know. Hopefully the Falcons would win if that's the case. I uh, don't really want the Patriots to win. I don't know. I just don't. Um, and, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's that's pretty much... That's pretty much all I have to say for this episode. I don't have any... Uh, I have nothing else to say. <gasps> uh, the Golden Globes were last night. Uh, the Golden Globes... Um, I, uh, did not watch them. <laughs> I, uh, I've only seen like two or three movies that were even listed on the nominees, on the nominations lists. Um, 
those three movies were Coco, Downsizing, and I don't even remember the other one that I saw that was part of the nominee nominations list. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I guess James Franco won for The Disaster Artist, and then Tommy Wiseau was there, the guy that um, James Franco's character was based off of from The Disaster Artist, and then Tommy Wiseau tried to say something into the mic, but then James Franco like prevented him from saying something in the mic, which I thought was kind of weird, because James Franco apparently invited him onto this stage to come to accept the award, but then was like, no, you're not going to say anything in the mic, Tommy. And then... uh. They asked Tommy, I guess, afterwards, like, what were you going to say? And he s- said, well, I was just going to say if we all, if if everyone in the world just loved each other more, then the world would be a better place. And I was like, oh, man, why? You couldn't, you wouldn't let him say that? But then I guess he was also going to add, go see the room. <laughs> but that would have been fucking hilarious. That's classic Tommy. That would have been fucking awesome. I wish, I wish uh, James Franco would have let Tommy have his little moment there. I mean, that's what... It, I mean, your movie would have never happened if it wasn't for Tommy in the first place, right, James? Come on, man. What were you, high or something? I don't know. Um, I still need to see that movie. I still want to see it. Um, heard nothing but good things. Um, and if you're wondering about it, uh, I hear you don't have to see The Room to enjoy The Disaster Artist. Um, I have seen The Room, but just in case you're wondering, like, I don't know if I can see this movie. Uh, yes, you can. You can, you can, you can. And uh, that's it. Um, things to look out for in January. Um, uh, if you're a Conan fan, Conan O'Brien, uh, there's a comedian that's going to be on Conan later this month uh, to look out for. Uh, Kellen Erskine uh, is a comedy, comedy buddy of mine. Uh, he'll be uh, appearing on Conan later this month. I uh, still don't know the date yet, but once I do, I will announce it on this podcast. So hopefully you can catch it and support him um very very funny guy um and uh i'm looking forward to seeing that um even though i probably know all the jokes that he's going to be doing on the show but still it'll be fun to watch um so yeah uh that's pretty much all that's going on you guys um thank you all very much for uh listening to the this podcast here and uh appreciate all the support uh hope to see you at an upcoming show uh, again, uh, stay tuned to westhoffman.com for more details. And um, I will catch you all later. Thank you all. And have yourself a great week. Bye.